Hi, this is Ricardo, pastor of Journey Church Ventura. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Hope you're having a great week. We hope it's life-giving and life-changing. Take care. We're continuing to hack the things in life that create some tensions in our lives. Life hacks are simply teachings from the Bible that help solve the big and small issues of life. The, the official definition is an often creative strategy or technique adopted in order to manage one's time and daily activities in a more productive and efficient way. I hope that this whole series has been beneficial to you in helping you uh, hack those things that are helpful in helping us become uh, incredibly strong and powerful Christians in our world. And today, I think it's a timely message that the Lord placed on my heart to say this, is that we want to hack the, the moment of pressure or the pressure of the moment. We want to hack the pressure of the moment. I don't know about you. Have you ever felt incredible pressure? Have you felt the tension that is kind of in the air right now? Have you felt that? Um, by now, you, you may be feeling pressure from everything that's new. We're experiencing new things that we have to do, um, even just from washing our hands to staying home to uh, being online, all of those things. I know for me, I've had to uh, expand my territory in this whole virtual world. Maybe you are uh, feeling the pressure of time with family. You're just not used to hanging out with your family so much. And uh, I don't know if there could be too much, but maybe there is. You, you never know. And so it's something to think about. What about financial pressure? Maybe some of you that are out of work right now are feeling that tension of financial pressure. Um, too little money creates much pressure, right? And so uh, I know that I know what you're feeling like. And then the pressure of the unknown. We don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know how long this is taking. So the pressure continues to build. And maybe the biggest challenge we may feel is a pressure from the inability to be our full selves. When we can't be who we normally are or who we're made to be our, our, in our workplace, outside of our homes, more engaged with people, all of those things are parts of the design that we're made to be. And so you may be feeling this crazy pressure. I have a couple soda cans here. This is a Mountain Dew. It's a full one. You can see that um, it's closed and if I try and squeeze it as hard as I can and I, I won't make any claims to be super strong but I'm strong enough that I know if this were empty I could crush it in fact this can I can crush I watch that see that that's just mighty powerful unbelievable that's why I eat so much is so I can crush cans like that and so um, <clears throat> but see the difference between an empty can and a full can there's a, there's a big difference. And when we, we understand what pressure feels like, um, this is a, a, what can happen to our lives if uh, pressure takes over and we don't have anything on the inside. This is what happens when we have a full can and pressure takes over and, it, and pressure can't overcome us. Now here's something that happens though, is that no matter what kind of pressure we experience, I want you to see this video. This video is a great explanation of what it looks like when what's outside, inside comes out when the pressure's big. Watch this video, it's crazy. Look at these cans of soda. Mountain Dew, Crush, those are both really tasty ones. Look what's coming out, it's coming out everywhere. All the pressure, all the pressure is coming out and it's spraying everywhere. So here's the big question. Here's the big question. No matter what pressure we're under, what comes out 
if it breaks? What comes out if we open it? What comes out? What's on the inside is far more important. You see, this is decor. What you see here is just the outside. It's the, it's the container, but um, it's what the inside is all about. It, we wouldn't buy this can if it didn't taste good on the inside. We wouldn't drink Mountain Dew if it didn't taste good. And maybe it doesn't taste good to you. It's full of sugar, that's for sure. But it's not about the container. It's about the contents. The outside is the advertisement for treasure on the inside. So my question to you this morning is simply this. When we're under pressure and we have a, an opening, when we get maybe even broken, what comes out? What comes out of our lives is, is, is important and significant. There's a passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians 4, 17, 7 through 18. And this uh, book is in the New Testament. And it simply says this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. This is an amazing verse because here's, here's what it says. First of all, there's a treasure on the inside, it, but it's in a jar of clay. I've often called humanity the mud club because we are simply just jars of clay where mud and water put together and what gives us life is this breath that Jesus that, that God breathed into us and so we're this jar of clay many of us have different design but there's this power this all-surpassing power is from God it says right there all-surpassing power that's what's on the inside that's what keeps us healthy that's what keeps us strong that's what keeps us from uh, uh, crushing and crumbling. And so every jar is unique. Here's, here's a cool verse in Psalm 119, 13 through 15. It says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Even though we are are jars of clay even though we're part of the mud club we are still significantly and uniquely designed and that is amazing and I hope today that you just look at your jar of clay and go man I am useful in God's hands but here's the truth the power there's power that is greater than all the pressure of the world and that's what's inside the jar that's what's inside the jar the all-surpassing power the pressure from within has the ability to sustain us from the pressure outside. I like this one uh, statement that um, Judson Taylor said, or Hudson Taylor said, he said, all God's saints have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on him being with them. Let me read that one more time. All God's saint, all God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckoned on him being with them. God, when God is inside of us, the weakness doesn't matter. The jar of clay doesn't matter. The, fr the, the, the delicacy of this jar is insignificant because we have this all-surpassing power on the outside. Listen to this next passage. It says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down 
and not destroyed. Why? Because there's an all-surpassing power on the inside. We are hard-pressed, we're, we're, we're being squeezed, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. That's who we are. In this setting, when we're feeling all this pressure, there's nothing that can take us out. There's nothing that can hurt us. There's nothing that can, that, that can uh, destroy us. The, uh, a guy named Wearsby, a commentator, said this. He said that the test of true ministry is not stars, but scars. Scars in the sense that when we are persecuted, when we're struck down, when we're pressed on every side, yeah, we're going to feel it. We're going to experience it. And there's going to be times where we're perplexed, where we don't have the answers. But at the end of the day, it may leave a scar, but there's still victory there. There's still healing there. There's still the hope that God is in control. So how do we, how do we achieve that unbrokenness? How do we deal with that pressure? How do we know that we're hacking the, the pressure of the moment? Well, the first hack is simply this, is we need to hack the pressure of the moment by seeing the value in pressure. Pressure has value in our lives. So here, verse 10 says, we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our bodies. So that, there's a really key uh, word there, it says, or phrase, it says, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed. I call this the spray, the spray of the cans. When we're pressured and it opens up, what comes out of us? For we are alive, we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may be revealed in our mortal body. In other words, there's the spray. That's what's going to come out. There's two choices of what comes out in here. It can be ugliness inside, or it can be full of faith, hope, and Jesus inside. What is, what's coming out of us when we're squeezed, when we're perplexed, even when we're broken? It says in verse 12, it says, So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. You see that? So then, death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. So what's happening on the inside, the death of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that we make to love Jesus in these times, in the pressure times, has an effect on other people because when it's broken, it sprays out and they get Jesus instead of some ugly bitterness, angry, frustration, fear, all those kinds of things that happen in these times of pressure. I want to encourage you, if you will value pressure instead of just resist it, then we can win. We can win. Here's another hack. Hack number two is that hack the pressure of, hacking the pressure of the moment is by living like we win. Now, if you know anything about me, I love to win, I hate to lose. I love to win, I hate to lose. And this speaks all about our confidence in who we are in Christ and what Christ has done in our lives. In verse 13, it says this, it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. It was an Old Testament quote from uh, Psalm 116 that simply, where the psalmist was saying, I believe, therefore I proclaim the truth. I proclaim what was real. And then <clears throat> Paul says this, since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. We win. 
we win. That's the beauty of this experience. I love winning. I love having a game that you know you're, you're just going to go and you're going to crush the opposition. And uh, I know that everybody believes, you know, at least in today's world, everybody gets a trophy. I'm, I'm not a firm believer of that. I believe that it's just so fun to win. And when you are on the team that's going to win, there's nothing better than playing the game. And that's what we're in. We're in a, a battle. We're in a game. And we're in on the winning side. Or on the winning side. So it says this in verse 15, all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. When we're squeezed, when we're broken, when we're perplexed, when we're persecuted, and what comes out of us starts spraying on the lives of those around us, they see hope. They see joy. They see Jesus in our lives rather than the things that are, are full of fear and, and worry and concern and anger and bitterness. And there's plenty of that out there. Let's be the difference. Let's be the difference in that. I find it interesting that this one author, I'm not sure who it was, said this, until a person is ready to die, he is not ready to live. We need to be willing to give our lives up for the sake of Christ. And when we do, when that happens, when that sacrifice happens, then we make a difference in people's lives. And we have to be ready to say, Jesus, I'm ready to go with you. And because of that hope, because we know we're going to win, we can go out and live and live boldly and crazy and full of faith. And so that's hack number two. Hack, hacking the pressure of the moment is living like we're going to win. The hack number three is the next passage. It says, therefore, in verse 16, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Hack, hack number three is hacking the pressure of the moment means maintaining the inside. If we don't take care of the inside, if we don't take care and keep ourselves full, then we'll end up like this can. We'll end up crushed. We'll end up uh, ruined. We'll end up uh, useless. But the, and, and if we end up like this can, full, then we will constantly be putting out what God wants us to put in our lives. Therefore, we do not lose heart. We don't get discouraged. We don't get frustrated. We know that God's got us. Though outwardly we are wasting away. Though outwardly there might be some challenge and trouble and scars, all those kinds of, and wounds, we are winning. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. How do we renew ourselves day by day? By staying in God's word in the Bible, by <clears throat> uh, hanging out with good people and having right purpose. And if we do those things, God's going to continue to renew us day by day. That's why I like hanging around with Ron. That's why I like hanging around with other people that just encourage my faith and challenge me to live uh, strong because people make a difference in our lives. Hack number four is hacking the pressure of the moment means maintaining a healthy perspective. In verse 17, it says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving, a, for, are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Our light and momentary. I think this is really important. Keep the perspective that everything is temporary, that everything is not going to last forever, even if that means we face death. Because death is the, only the beginning of eternal life. It's only the beginning of this experience that we have with Jesus to live eternally with him. And so I want to encourage you. This says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us. They're achieving. So our troubles are doing something good for us. For an eternal glory that far outweighs 
In other words, the benefit of going through what we're going through is, is bigger than the pain that we're experiencing right now. And I just want to encourage you, we keep the right perspective. Keep your eyes on the idea that this is momentary and that we have an opportunity to live eternally. And lastly, and this is again uh, the, the, one of the best hacks that we can remember to hack the pressure, is hacking the pressure of the moment means maintaining an eternal focus. Means we keep our eyes on the idea that we're going to live forever. And, and this last passage says that very, very clearly in verse 18. It says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. I call this the blur. I call this the blur because here's the, here, if you focus on one thing, everything else kind of fades out, right? Everything else kind of fades out. Everything gets blurry out here, but everything, if you're focused, man, there's this clarity, this beautiful thing that's right in front of you. And what Jesus is telling us to do is simply this, focus on him. If we want to hack the pressure of the moment, the best way we can do that is to keep our eyes on Jesus and to remember that we are going to spend eternity with him, that with him, we can do all things. Without him, we can do nothing, the Bible says. There's an old song, there's an old song that says this. It says, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. If you're gonna hack the pressure of the moment, and I know many of us are feeling that tension. Many of us are feeling like, when, how long is this gonna last? Am I gonna get the sickness? Whatever the case may be, whatever pressure you're feeling, I want you to know that you don't have to be like this can. You don't have to be like this can. You can be like this one, full of Jesus, having Jesus in there, no matter how much is squeezed, no matter how much is, is, is pressure is put on it, it doesn't give way. And even if it does open up, which when it does, it pours out, not the ugliness of this world, not the worry, not the concern, not the anger, not the bitterness, but the, the, the likeness and the characteristics of Jesus Christ. That peace, that joy, that, that confidence that only God can bring in our lives. So I know that you're feeling the tension. I know that you're feeling the pressure. And no matter what is causing that, I just want you to know that if you maintain the inside, hang out with God's word, hang out with God's people, and do God's purpose, you'll win. We win this battle. We win this battle in eternity. We win this battle on earth because Jesus is with us. I want to encourage you today. The hack of the moment is to know that, that Jesus is inside, that the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ saves the sinner and we have the promise of eternal life. The hack of the moment is knowing that Jesus defeated death, hell, and the grave. There's nothing that really defeats us. Yeah, we're all going to take our last breath someday, but that only means that we're stepping from one life, this life, into the next. And that's our hope. That's our strength. That's what keeps the pressure from crushing us. And the hack of the moment is focusing on eternal things, making sure that we know that our purpose, our, our reason for being is to invest and give ourselves to those things that are eternal. So I want to encourage you today, and I'm going to pray with you in just a moment, that as you feel this pressure in, in today's world, 
as we're going through these things in our lives, let's believe that God is the one that keeps us, that sustains our strength from the inside out. This is just a mud shell. We're just part of the mud club. But the reality is, is that we have the joy of knowing that God has complete control and strength to keep us from being crushed and, and unusable. And if we do open up, we're going to pour out his love and his grace, and it will affect those all around us. And I pray that that's what's happening in your life. And so let's pray right now and just ask God to continue to give us strength. God, I thank you so much that you're an amazing God who protects and keeps us, who holds us in your hand. And we realize, Lord, that in today's world and from today's world's perspective, these are troubling moments. But God, we believe that you are in control, that you have the strength, that you are in us. And because you're in us, Lord, we have the strength to withstand and endure and, and put up with the pressure that is being built in our lives. And Lord, we value that pressure because if that pressure should even create a crack, the only thing that's gonna happen is you come out of us and affect those that are around us. Around us. And so God, I pray for those that are feeling pressure today, lift them up, give them strength, be in them so powerfully strong that they feel and sense that there is not a pressure that can crush them or defeat them or destroy them. But Lord, even though we feel these, these emotions, well, Lord, even if we crack open, may your love and joy and peace and comfort come out of us. And I thank you and I praise you for that. Maybe you're watching today and you've, you're, you're a guest of ours and we're so appreciative of you joining us. And maybe today you're searching for an answer in these times. Well, Jesus is your answer. He loves you. He cares about you. In fact, he loves you so much that even before you, you knew him, the Bible says that he died for you. He died so that your sins could be forgiven. All the mistakes, all the things you've done wrong in your life can be forgiven because Jesus loves you. And not only that, but three days after he died, he rose again and he came out of a grave promising us eternal life. And you have the promise of eternal life. And I just want to pray with you for a moment. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to accept him into your life, I want to pray with you right now. And all you have to do is say this very short little prayer. Dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I need forgiveness of my sins and I ask that you come and forgive me. And I accept that forgiveness and I realize that you did a work on the cross to forgive me of my sins and I thank you for that. And I commit to follow you for the rest of my life. And I believe that you raised from the dead and today I have the hope of eternal life. And that no matter what happens in my life and no what happens in my circumstance, I will spend eternity with you. I accept you as my Lord and Savior right now in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, I'm so excited to call you brother or sister in Christ, and I hope and pray that you will let us know. You can connect with us online and let us know that you accepted Christ today. If you're a guest, please let us know that you joined us today. But man, I am so excited to be able to share with you today that we can hack the pressure of the moment that we can know that Jesus is not going to uh, let us down, that he is always going to be with us, and he is truly the strength that sustains us. And so thank you for joining us today. I pray that God blesses you and continue to stay connected with us 
And I know that God is going to bless you this week. And let us know if you need anything. Let us know if there's anything we can do for you. God bless you. I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to join your journey. And I hope the message made a big difference in your life. And if it did, we just encourage you to go to journeychurchventura.com and let us know. Also, be free to share this message with your friends and family. We just love to impact as many people as we can. Once again, thank you for joining us at Journey Church Ventura.